that's a triple play. New episodes, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Open your mind at the first game. Press play, no need to debate. AOA, check me out. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the AOA show. I am your host, Isaiah, and today I'm joined by none other than Lord Haven. What is Gucci Shoes? <laughs> What's up? All right. Today, we are going to be going over the latest Jujutsu Kaisen episode. A uh, little spoiler warning. Uh, I f- loved it. I absolutely thought this was really cool. I think this was a great tie-in to the last episode that we did, um, or last episode we had, rather, um, especially with the... I mean, we just got we got so many things, right? We got real the reveal of Gojo. We got sort of a little bit more knowledge about what the uh, cursed spirits um, are planning, and sort of like how the organization works, or, or the fact that it does seem to be like an organization. Um, and we get a little bit more of like Itadori, and by extension, us learning about the world of Jujutsu sorcery. Um, so let's just uh, let's we'll start from the top. So immediately we get right into the fight, right? We have mm-hmm. Gojo versus Volcano Head, um, and it seems like Volcano Head does not, like, he's expecting to wrap this up in, like, five seconds flat, right? He's like, all right, let me hit this guy with this, you know, flamethrower real quick, follow it up with, uh, like, my bug thing, and then he'll call it a day. And he's basically, you know, starts pooping himself at the idea that Gojo is not only not threatened by it, but, like, isn't even touched. He's, like, literally not hurt. Mm-hmm. And so we, as, like, the viewers, like, we kind of already have an insight on, like, where Gojo stands as far as like strength wise, but this episode kind of like really puts it in perspective because even though we know that the volcano head curse, that his power relative to uh, Sukuna right now is actually stronger. We know that he kind of stands in like the eight to nine finger level of strength. Mm-hmm. Um, that go that he's still nowhere near <laughs> Gojo's level of ability. Um, and we learn that later because basically he does like a super advanced technique and Gojo literally just one ups it. Um, but yeah, I would, I'm curious what your thoughts were on this episode. No, and that, that's a great point because I was going to say the same thing where we know he's around seven or eight and then Gojo, very confident, was like, I'd be, you know, the original, like I, well, what was his name? San- Sakuna. Sakuna, yeah. His name always slips my mind. But he's like, yeah, I'd beat Sakuna at full at full power, you know? So you already knew that Gojo, he wasn't going to be contested and he went straight through. But it also, what I appreciate is it also respectively tells us where uh, Itadori is, you know, because he has only consumed what? two three fingers i think three fingers i think i think three two or three in that range so like you know he's a third of volcano head in terms of power and even then he doesn't have all the experience with it and you know that's assuming that he lets a sakuna take over his body so like there's a lot of stipulations that are at play and it's cool when it's like you're able to settle the playing field and you know kind of where everybody's at and just really how op gojo is like literally just sat him down went to school took itadori back he's like i'm teaching you a lesson you know we'll get back into that as we explain the fight but like dude just purely manhandled him i mean just look at that beautiful face oh my god i can gush for days on this man like i wasn't expecting the reveal so early on to be honest because even we were watching it and i was like yo when we see this man's eyes, <laughs> you already know, like, he's going to stun on us, and we're just we're just going to die. We're going to melt. And then, at, like, literally five minutes later, you started to see him lifted up, and I was like, bro, I ain't ready. Like, <laughs> I need my big boy pants on because I'm about to piss him right now. Like, uh-uh, uh-uh. And, oh, my God, what did it live up to the height? Like, this was, like, almost Kakashi-level revealing eyes. Although, 
I'm not. I'm gonna say it was a little bit more hype when Kakashi did it because of the buildup. Not gonna lie. However, for me, I, it was like that same feeling where it's like they had the same vibe as that sensei. You know, that like cool, slick. You know, soft spoken. Although I can't yeah, really yeah. say that Gojo's pretty. He has his funny moments, but like I see a lot of similarities in them for sure, um, for sure. as like senseis. So, dude, oh my god, it was just amazing pure bliss is how i can describe it yeah yeah for de- yeah for sure so definitely so we'll uh, so we'll get into that part then next mm-hmm. is the fight so right after or relatively after volcano head realizes that he's completely outmatched yep. um gojo starts to throw in a couple you know and we learn the existence of his specific like skill of jujitsu sorcery um which is called infinity yep and so we've only watched this episode once uh mind you i do not 100% have like a clear breakdown of how the infinity works, I guess, to all of its extent. So we know that basically it it is referencing like the space between, between Gojo yeah. and like his opponent. And essentially his cursed energy allows him to manipulate that space as he sees fit. Mm-hmm. Um, to what extent he can do that, you know what I mean? Like can he literally, uh, like, you know, I'm talking like big scale stuff, like sort of like let's say, you know, somebody's on like the other side of like the map. Right? Can he like split and cut the distance of space between him and them and be there? Like, is that warping essentially? Because he he has that moment in the episode when he's in the middle of the fight with him, where he warps back to the school real mm-hmm. quick or you know wherever that is, um, grabs Itadori and comes back. But I wonder if like the warping is just a you know is another use of like his manipulation thing, of the infinity. and if it's literally mm-hmm. just like him if he's here and like let's say the school where Itadori's at here, if his infinity ability allows him to just minimize and cut the space that's between them in you know and then like now so now he's here right and so in essence he warped but really like you know what i mean so that's what i think is is going on um and you know the thing that i have i guess to back up that theory is the moment when he shows the cursed like the volcano guy like his skill and like you see that like the closer the guy gets to uh gojo the slower like time moves. So it mm-hmm. made me think like, okay, literally like the space time that's, that is d- either d- like directly in front of him, but, but by, uh, you know, by position between him and any target is what he's manipulating. Like literally that's what he's able to control. And so I, so that's, again, that's what I think is happening. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I, I'm, you know, I'm just basing it off of the episode that we've seen and just what he was saying, but we realized that that is, well, that is one of his abilities, right, as far as a jujitsu sorcerer. Um, he's kind of just, like, as far as levels, like, he's just, you know, if, if Volcano Head is coming in here at, like, your first, like, level 20 boss, Gojo is, like, level 100, like, sorcerer sensei. Oh. He's not, like, they're not even on the same page here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we learned that through the next thing that he does, which is the Volcano Head's like, all right, fine. If I can't ever touch you with your infinity technique, I'll just bring you to one of my domains. And so Gojo, like, without missing a beat, is like, oh, this will be a perfect time to teach Itadori about what domain, uh, like, creations are. Mm-hmm. Warps over, grabs him out, um, and does make a remark that he's he's impressed how quickly Itadori has picked up the ability to simultaneously do the Correct. things while pouring cursed energy in. So he's like, oh, okay, cool. Now we can, like, speed mm-hmm. up this training. Things can actually get fun. So he brings him over. Um, and Itadori, like you were saying, is sort of he's dumbfounded that the fact that Gojo is like, oh, don't worry about it. Like this, this spirit, uh, this, you know, cursed guy, he's weak. And Itadori is like, yo, weak. Like this dude, just like, yeah, just like from the feeling, the strongest he's stronger like than one of them, anything at least. I've yeah. ever fought. And, and like, you think he's weak? So like, again, really speaks to where Gojo is at in terms of scaling, where it's like Gojo doesn't even have to like. This is literally he literally could do it with splitting his attention right between Itadori and mm-hmm. uh, the guy. And so he brings him into the thing. They get into his domain, and you basically learn that one of the ways that. Uh, 
you know, fighting with cursed energy. And like one of the things that these uh, spirits can do um, is create domains. And essentially what it does is it allows the user, whoever creates the domain, to have like guaranteed hits on any of their mm-hmm. attacks that they use within it. Um, essentially because it's it kind of reminded me of like... Um, you, I don't know if you ever played any of the Pokemon games. Mm-mm. Okay, well, there's like a th- there's a there are moves in the Pokemon games that are called like terrain moves. And so, like for example, if you have a fire type Pokemon, you can use a move called Sunlight, and it literally amplifies the sun in the stadium, mm-hmm. which by you know precedent uh, increases the strength of all fire type Pokemon's moves. Gotcha. So that's basically what I was getting at from this domain thing, which I think is really cool because once again, it it adds in another sort of, you know, a ticket or another uh, tool, let's say, that, like, cursed energy spirits and, by extension, Jujutsu sorcerers uh, can use because we realize that the domain thing is not even something that's exclusive to uh, cursed spirits because Gojo also has one. Mm-hmm. So when, in actually, when he's going through the whole lesson thing with Itadori and he's like, oh, like, you know, Itadori's like, wait, so if he gets a guaranteed hit here, like, how are we going to top him? And Gojo's like, well, you just have to use your own. And then, like, when two domains, uh, you know, interact or, or are in the same space as each other, the dominant one will always take over. Mm-hmm. And then we get, you know, I'll, I'll let you go into what you what you thought about the that fight and that reveal. Um, Because I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Yeah, well, one thing that I found interesting with the whole domain is um, one of the points that they made was that um, Gojo's infinity was no longer a thing. So if you remember when the rock was thrown at him and he's like, now I can touch you or now I can hit you. And then, you know, he like put his arm out and he stopped that like lava boulder or whatever. And he was like, yeah, I felt that, you know, so Mm -hmm. that was interesting because he also made another remark when he was going through like the ABCs of just domains and things that, you know, you should do or shouldn't do. One of the things that he said, which was interesting, was along the lines of it's virtually impossible to escape a domain just by like brute force, Yes, which would is an interesting tie-in because my first thought when they got stuck was, all right, he could just phase out. You know, like, obviously he left to go get Itadori and brought him back in a snap of a finger. Like, he could just phase in and out of these as he, as he wishes. But it was, like, cool to see where it's like, no, like, even his infinity, as OP as it is, can't work in this situation. So, like, my thought was, like, that's interesting because if he's that strong, I would have thought it would overpower that. But, like... I don't know. It really kind of goes to show how, like, strong these domains are. And even if, like, Gojo can't use his infinity, which is, like, a bit... Like, obviously, he has a whole arsenal of crap. But, like, it's... If somebody like Itadori was to get stuck in one, he needs to be able to overpower it with his own because you're not just running out of there or phasing out of there. And, like, I guess people can't come in as easily either. So, you know, it's, it's definitely interesting. And I'm waiting to see how we get those implementations moving forward. And, obviously, they're all in all different settings. Like you know, later on in episode, they're at a beach, you know, and yeah, there's yeah, a, yeah. it's like cool where how is their domain going to play to their strengths? And it kind of reminds me of um, Pet. I know you didn't watch that anime, but it was like that dream world that people can manifest like their own um, places and stuff like that with their okay. highs and lows and things of that nature. And okay. it's like, I wonder if they can just freeform their domains at will. Like, mm-hmm. I want this location, bam, or I want that location, bam. Or is it like a set thing based on your personality or your fighting style and things? So we'll have okay. to see moving forward. And obviously what Itadori's domain, if he's able to, I'd imagine he'd be able to produce one in the future yeah, at so some point. I, I think that Itadori's domain is actually going to be uh, Sukuna's Sukuna, domain. I was thinking I the same thing, yeah. we've already seen it. It was the realm that he gets taken into in the last episode when Sukuna's talking to him, and he's like, all right, you uh, seem to be missing a heart. I'll let you out of here and bring your heart back if you sign this contract with me. That place they were fighting in, I think that was Sukuna's domain, but I think it's in 
a sort of like fractured state, if you will, because Sukuna himself isn't whole. So I think once the more fingers Itadori starts to collect, that domain, that place, it, which I think is their domain, um, is going to start to sort of like really manifest and take shape as, you know, this sort of like palace of the dead type looking thing. That's true. He also, I know Sukuna made a remark that that was actually his body. Because if you remember when Itadori came in, he was like, like, I don't want you entering my body without my permission. Like he said the word body. So I don't know, like it still could be um, like a manifestation or whatever fragmented one, you know, of a domain that he can somewhat conjure up. But it was just a weird thing when he said it. And I, cause I remembered it when I like saw it, it just stuck with me. He's like, don't, I don't like you entering my body without my permission. And like they made, they showed you like the spine and like all the fragments, like it still could very well be the domain yeah, that they were alluding yeah. to. It was just interesting where it's like your body, like. Yeah, well, I, I know, think but. I think Sukuna is on like a different level when it comes to, especially That's, if we're talking oh, like yeah. twenty full fingered Sukuna, mm -hmm. um, than any of the special great curses we've met before. So I think it actually doesn't, um, especially like because again in that episode to go back a little bit when you meet him there, he's like sitting up on the throne, you know, like he's yeah. Like, I actually don't think it's too off base to assume that his domain is, is like his, his body is himself. He's just that kind of <laughs> arrogant and like he's just that cocky that yeah. Like, yeah, this is my like what's the dopest place to be my body like you know what i mean that, that would um, play to his character because yeah and so that's what i that's what i think itadori slash sakuna's domain is going to be going mm -hmm. forward so i'm curious to see how that's going to be implemented because again when we're talking about most of these people or, or sorcerers or cursed spirits it's like they're kind of the one thing here mm -hmm. right and it's like oh let me do my thing or here's my skill but itadori and sakuna like they're th we're there's essentially two you know people right mm -hmm. there's two parts to this hole here so i'm curious to see again i've been saying this in the past couple of discussions, like what the relationship between Itadori yeah, exactly. and Sukuna is going to be like going forward. Is it going to be a thing of like constant struggle? And then it ends up being like, all right, we just need somebody to get control of this body first. And like whoever does gets to keep the power of Sukuna, but also the, the body of Itadori. Or is it going to be a thing of like, you know, <laughs> again, we got to go back to Naruto, uh, Naruto and Kurama, where it's like mm -hmm. eventually they actually befriend each other or, or at the very least like learn to work together. Mm -hmm. And it becomes a thing of like the two blend their, you know, ideas or, or minds or personalities, whatever together. And they become this like different third being entirely. Right. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely curious of that. But then so without further ado, though, we get into the big reveal mm. of this episode, which is. The beautiful, beautiful face and eyes. Let's just, let's just hold on. Quick, look Gojo. at that. Look at those eyes, dude. And even watching it, I was like, bro, if this guy has blue eyes. <laughs> mm. And lo and behold. Yeah. In our, in, in our uh, reaction episode, I mean, it was, you know, if you guys watch that, which you absolutely should, it's just indicative. Our reaction is indicative of how we feel about it. It was just, first off. This nigga's beautiful. I <laughs> just a hundred percent out mm -hmm. to get this is a beautiful ass man. And <laughs> we were just completely thrown back by it because he so it's always funny to me how when somebody like looks so normal or mm -hmm. so like, you know, everyday or you know, ordinary, but like their personality is completely flipped. Yeah. So it's like this man, you know, he just looks like a regular beautiful dude. But like the way he speaks and the way he acts and moves and stuff is like almost sadistic, right? Like he enjoyed torturing this current spirit a little bit or he enjoyed like showing him just exactly how weak yeah. he was. So like that no, just off the off the gate is like something for me where I was like, yo, this I like it this is a side to Gojo that we haven't seen before and I think that's actually a, a little bit more of like insight into who Gojo 
really is as a person and like mm-hmm. what he how he actually views uh cursed spirits and and all of this stuff yeah and in hindsight now like really looking at it because honestly i was kind of creeped out like when we first saw it, i was like this man's beautiful but then again when you saw him fighting you were like there's something with just the glare in his eye that like literally like kind of made me unsettled i was like yeah. oh my god and and literally just staring at the screen just trying to like decipher it i found out why it was off-putting for me and that's because he almost had that same glare as um, Griffith if from Berserk. If you read oh, the, okay. um, whatever, the 1997 um, anime or watched it, not read it. But, um, like, whenever they made a count to show, like, when he was marking someone or, like, really being perceived, like, he'd give him, like, that glare and you'd, like, oh, okay. get yeah, that blue get that. eye. Because he has, like, the same eyes. It's, like, that that glassy blue, like, just glare, like, I'm a get you you know (laughs) and i saw that same like presence and feeling Uh in him especially when he was fighting that like like i'm i know i'm better than you like that condescending like i'm gonna just muff you up and you can't do anything about it and i'm gonna just sit here and stare like i just got that same vibe and it was so off-putting but yet it made it more exhilarating because i'm like this is just awesome you know it's crazy but i definitely was feeling that griffith uh, eye vibe from him but yeah dude i don't feel like he's like a griffith like i still feel like at heart he's the same person it's just he more had he just has that, like, sadistic, like, you know, I know I'm stronger yeah. than the, you, so the, I'm going to mess you up. Uh, the word that comes to mind to me is predatory. Like, yeah. he had this look about, that, like, you know, again, specifically mm-hmm. at the spirit, but just in general, like, a predator watching its prey. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I know that I'm stronger than you. This is the part in this fight where I eat you, you know? Exactly. And, like, it... You know, it, it sort of comes to fruition later when we see, essentially, his domain, you know, through his eyes, which is, I'm assuming, like, it is his ability... It's the infinity ability, but like jacked up to 150%, mm-hmm. right? So he's like literally controlling, he's essentially making his own like domain, his own like realm, right? His own yeah. world. And in it, he controls everything, every aspect of space and time to the point where this, this, uh, I keep wanting to call them demons. Uh, this cursed spirit is like, he's just petrified in fear, right? And is like, because he comes to this realization that like, he's utterly and hopelessly defeated in this fight, right? He can't even move if he wanted to, and he can't even grasp the difference in the gap in power level between, you know, someone like him and someone like Gojo. Yeah. Um, and so, and with that, Gojo quite literally breaks this man and defeats him um, and then rips his head off his shoulders, which, like, again, you know, we're talking about how, like, weirdly creepy and unsettling Gojo's presence is, Um that was kind of creepy. You yeah. Know, watching him like again, almost carefreely just detach this thing's head from its body. Yeah. Um, and like it was, you know what it is that that's what it was the weird role reversal. Like that's the attitude and behavior I would expect of the cursed spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. But like to, to see Gojo doing it again, if it, it was a little like, I think you're like enjoying this a little too much, my man. Yeah. Um, but we see that. And so then Gojo, uh, you know, they win. And, and as they're sitting there, Gojo is interrogating the head by just crushing it. And we get, we, you know, then we pan over to uh, the guy whose name is evading me, who is actually like the, like the, the traitor of the team, you know, mm-hmm. like he's pretending to be with the sorcerers and stuff, yep. but like clearly he's with the cursed spirits. Um, and the other, the guy, the cursed spirit from, um, yeah, or, or not, not the, like, but like, the same kind of cursed spirit, yeah, from uh, two episodes ago, or you know, whenever they're exactly, in that yeah, day. I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. and essentially, he's like, "All right, I'm not really about that saving stuff, but if you want to save him, like, go ahead." And so that guy comes in, and what was interesting is we, when he makes the entrance to kind of come and save mm-hmm. him, um, again talking about power scaling and, and and like who's stronger than who, he does immediately, and I don't know if this was just because he 
because Gojo and Itadori's guards were down. I mean, Itadori, it's to be expected because he's just generally weaker as a, as a sorcerer or fighter, but he immediately catches both of them by surprise and has and bo- has both their guards dropped for, you know, a, a little bit. Gojo mm-hmm. snaps out a bit quicker. Um, so I'm in, so it's interesting that what his ability is because it seems to be essentially yes. he can, like, create these flower beds in whatever area he wants, and whoever's in them, like, sort of, like, loses the will to fight or, like, kind of zones out of whatever, mm-hmm. you know, reality or whatever they're into. Um and then snatches the head and, and he eats out of there. So like we we learn that again when it comes to like where all these cursed spirits are and where these demons are, um, you know, it, it, I, I would be hard pressed. And I think even one of them says it later that like as of right now, Gojo is still kind of the top dog here, like even compared to all of them. But that like they even say it later that in order to beat someone like Gojo, we're quite simply just going to have to outsmart him because we yep. can't, you know, toe to toe. We're not going to be able to just fist and headstrong this guy. Yeah. Um. But I'm curious what your thoughts on that. Yeah, well, definitely that that other um, wow, you literally saying I was calling um, cursed uh, cursed spirits, cursed spirit. I literally was I was about to say demon because you were like, why am I calling him demon? And I was like, yeah, why are you? Oh, what are they called again? <laughs> but <laughs> but the cursed spirit that it definitely threw me off when he just kind of hopped down there and caught him off guard because don't forget like when Volcano Head joined the party, he was literally Gojo was in a car like just like doing his business and he was like, yo, stop the car, I'm gonna get out, drive away. And then this guy came like he literally had like minutes of preparation where he knew this volcano heads presence was in a general vicinity. And then for this guy to literally just hop down out of nowhere and just catch him off guard in a trance. Like I even think that called Gojo off guard because he kind of had to look like, oh, like yeah, I, yeah, I didn't yeah, even yeah. realize like, oh, God, like that's not good. So and then he made a remark even to um, Itadori where he's like, I want you to get strong enough to beat a guy like that, you know, and in my mind, like. Alarm bells were kind of ringing a little bit where it's like not I don't want this to like sound I don't want to drop this. So this is my first episode doing 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 jujitsu guys. <laughs> and I don't want to be the I don't want this to happen, but if it's going to happen. It was at this moment he knew he fucked up. And that okay. is the death of Gojo. I almost uh, feel like. In he's some way, shape, or form, torch. he has to. Like, at some point in the story, he's going to have to die because that is, like, what's going to light the fire and eat a dory to really move forward. Like, I feel like in some way, shape, or form, it has to be done. And what kind of feels like not a safe falling out, but at, at the end of the day, you know, he, Gojo is the only one who is able to kill Itadori at the end of their contract. You know, when he consumes all the fingers, Gojo is the only person who can physically match up with him. However, they already alluded to um, um, Megami, you know, mm-hmm. with the fight with not, why do I keep on thinking Sassari? Um, Sukuna. Sukuna. When he fought Sukuna, obviously Sukuna saw an energy in uh, Megumi, which was like, I want to wait and see this out, which yeah. might be enough to actually kill, you know, high-level um, curse uh, curse people. Curse um, spirits. Curse spirits. Fuck, I, my God, dude. <laughs> I'm literally having uh, mind farts. So my whole, like, kind of thought moving forward in my predictions is that Goju is going to have to die at some point. Okay. And who's going to kind of take his place is Megumi, because I feel like Megami is going to be able to facilitate a power to be able to kill high-level cursed spirits and actually might be the one that's able to exercise Sukuna mm-hmm. at the end of it, which would kind of like, not I don't want to say easily, but it would create a back door to allow Goju's death without the whole like, all right, well then how are you like, going to kill Sukuna? Fun, yeah. You know, like now we're, now we're screwed at the end of the day. Like it almost seems a little bit too clean to be like, oh, he has this latent power, which is going to be able to clean up, you know, high-level spirits. And, oh... Goju kind of is a little too OP and we might need to just like 
move him on to give more, you know, to light the fire under uh, Itadori's butt. Yeah. And I feel like it's just kind of a I, – I can feel set up in my eyes. I don't know if you see the same thing or if you think Goju's just going to live it out, you know, and be the mentor. Like, I don't, he's not going to die right away. Yeah. But I feel like they're he, – he's going to have to see the exit sooner than later. Yeah. I So I definitely – I definitely can see – an avenue uh, that the story goes where Gojo dies. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do agree. Well, first, so just to clarify, Gavin was saying uh, Megumin. Meg- Megumi. What name did you use? Um, Megumi. Megumi. Um, I've been using Fuji, and at the character we're referring to oh, is the same, yeah. which is, i just not clear on what name. I don't know. Use. I just saw Megumi, and that stuck with yeah, me. So fair enough. Um, so, but I, I do actually believe the theory that you're saying about Fuji, where mm-hmm. he, because like you said, the, the moment of the fight that we referenced when Sukuna sort of like eyes him down and he's like, there's something going on here. Uh, and I believe either last discussion or two discussions ago, it was last discussion. Yeah. Um, I brought it up to Ian and I was like, I think that he is, he, he either does have or can unlock some sort of like latent, like sharring gun level ability mm-hmm. where it's like something very specific to Fuji that not many other sorcerers can use. And it will be something that will allow him to level the playing field with Sukuna. Um, and so I, I do understand and agree, you know, I can see that theory of like, if Gojo dies, if he does die, like he's kind of, Fuji's kind of the back door here. Like they're not just, you know, straight screwed. Um, but I, I could also see a avenue in which Gojo quite simply lives, but like gets out, like becomes bested or, or Fuji and, or Itadori surpass him. Um, Hmm. and we, cause again, the whole a lot of the other hints, you know, it's a much smaller hint, but in this episode, Gojo does sort of um, enlighten to the fact that Itadori not only picks up on the um, curse, or I'm sorry, uh, picks up on the training that he was doing uh, fairly quickly for Sorcerer, but like those kinds of hints that he's been dropping, I believe it's because Gojo thinks he can train Itadori to become an even stronger Sorcerer than him. So I don't necessarily, I could see the avenue, and I... I mm-hmm would get it and I under I would understand it if it happened but I, I think I do also see an avenue where Gojo doesn't die he just quite simply becomes you know outbested you know quite frankly uh whether you know again it's a manner of like Gojo um I you know what though now that I'm thinking about I it I feel like it's both like he's he's giving Itadori the pieces to be better than him and then once Itadori you know gets their pieces or is at that last step that's when Gogo is out, or Gogo, uh, Gojo is um, <laughs> outed, and you know that remaining like space is where Itadori is then has that fire lit to grow and surpass him. Like yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. like a substantial death of of some sort has to happen to Itadori. I mean, it happens in every anime. Like, let's be real, <laughs> and like that is just like sure, what sure. the clean slate for me is. Is like, oh, he's important, he's dead. You know, like I <laughs> yeah, just can't yeah, help yeah, but feel yeah. that way. But I can see it at the end of the day. No, no, no. yeah, you're definitely right. Um. I don't know. It's definitely a toss up here, um, but let us know what you guys think in the comments below. Um, I think that's going to do it, though, for us for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, if you guys like the content here, you like what we're doing, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment below. Uh, did you like this discussion? Did you not like discussion? Did you see this episode of Jujutsu Kaisen? If so, what did you think? Um, and how excited are you for the next episode? Because I'm pretty <laughs> excited for the next episode. Spoiler alert. 100%. And you already know we're going to be covering it. So, yeah, uh, absolutely. We got you. We got you. Um, until next time, though, guys, peace out. Catch you later. Hey, hey, you know what it is, dog. Ninjas are samurais, blazing the cool knives. 
find me in the leaf of the cloud. Screaming out Bankai. We just some ghouls though. Who likes seeing parts fly?